welcome to Theatre Club. I'm Alice and I'm joined by my brother Oscar. Hiya. Ruby. Hello. And we've got for you my top tip of the week. We've got a review of As You Like It by Shakespeare in the Square and Fun Home, the new play which is at the Young Vic. So. What is your top tip? Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot what I was going to do. My <laughs> yeah. top tip of the week. So, 42nd Street, which you two haven't seen yet, but you need to. I've seen it, it's amazing. They're doing an offer at the minute. Please use the promo code TOP42 at the checkout, which will get you, and I think this is a fantastic deal on seats, £35 instead of £75 seats, so those are the best seats in the house, band A, or £25 instead of £65 seats, or £15 seats instead of 55 Isn't that great? That's really good. Yeah. Can you spell that code out? T-O-P-42. As in four and two. Yes. You don't write 42. Okay, cool. So I think you should book it. It's valid from Monday to Friday performances until the 31st of August. Yeah, it's good actually, because I thought we would probably do day seats because they're only 12, which is really good, but you're front row. So I guess if, you, if you're not a front rower, then you could prob- this is probably a better offer. And you can book in advance, you can pick a day, you can just have it booked in. And what's so good about 42nd Street is you could take a friend, you could take a boyfriend, it's a big West End show, you know, you could take anybody, it's really good fun. I so, think my parents might like it. I think they would I too. think everyone would, in the t- in, just in the sense of you're getting bang for your buck, you're getting spectacle, you're getting, you're getting it all. So use the promo code... T-O-P, the number four, the number two, <laughs> and book it now. So now let's move on to our review of Fun Home. Um, Alice and I went to see this first, and then Ruby went to see it after. We haven't talked about it as a three yet, so I'm dying to see what you think. Fun Home is the new play at The Young Vic. Um, We had it as a top tip, so it's based on Alison Bechdel's um, graphic novel memoir about her life, growing up as a lesbian, um, finding out late in her... Well, in college, that her father was also secretly gay... Um, and she's trying to unpack the relationship with him. There's a lot of unresolved issues. So it's her looking back. We have three Allisons in the play. We have a young girl playing her in childhood, college-age Allison, and then grown-up Allison writing this sort of graphic novel and looking back as our kind of narrator, taking us through the story and unpacking her family's dysfunctions, basically. Um, yeah, I'm really, really interested to see what you think, Ruby, because... Alice and I loved it. I'll just say that. What What did you make of it? So, I I really loved the way that the story was told. So I loved that thing of having the three, you know, the three ages of Alison, and that sort of framing of of how the story unfolded and how you learn more about the characters and about the family and things like that. I have to say, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and I was trying to figure out why I didn't love it with the friend that I went with afterwards, who actually is American as well. And basically, at the end of it, my conclusion was it might have been a little bit too American for me. At mm. some points, I basically felt a little bit like I could have been watching an episode of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, really? I found it kind of a little bit sort of... I don't know, I like a little bit kind of homespun or a little bit like it didn't surprise me in the way that they dealt with the emotions and the and in fact the story didn't really surprise me that much. I expected to be more surprised by it and I found it um yeah, perhaps slightly like cliche isn't the right word, but it just didn't it just didn't kind of 
you know, take me at those points where I wanted it to. I really liked some of the songs. I really liked the songs that I really liked the song that the kids did in the funeral home on the coffin. That was amazing, and um, and I loved uh, the mum's song, but I didn't love the rest of the music. Really, I'm yeah. so shocked. I know, shocked because I just hands down loved everything about it. I can see what you're saying, I guess, about the sort of homespun, but I mean, I guess that is just her life. She came from a small town. That is just the story of it. I thought the music was so clever. I understand that those numbers that you've mentioned already are the kind of standout ones, although that changing my major to Joan, I oh, thought that was, was brilliant. Good. I thought there were some really good ones. And then the, so there were some sort of standalone numbers almost, or more melodic, more songs. And then the other ones I thought weaved so beautifully from dialogue into singing. I thought that was such a Absolutely. clever feat of how one minute they're talking and it's seamlessly And themes. There were into... themes throughout it. The same so the sort of shrillness of um Jenna Russell's character, her, that sort of comes back into all of her songs. She sort of repeats it, doesn't she? She had that little saying she kept on repeating and I was like, Oh I love that motif that's going through the whole thing. And I also just loved I mean obviously I just love Jenna Russell, but I just loved her character story that you got to hear about how how it was when they first met and that they'd gone to see this man and then she realised that was, you know, it's all. she sort of has this realisation about how it's all happened and I felt like her character could have been quite boring and it mm. could have just been like, I'm the long-suffering wife and actually she was quite angry and she sort of held it all together and I also thought that the relationship with the daughter, Alison and her father, they really, that was really complex because it wasn't just like a father-daughter relationship. She, he was like obsessed with her schoolwork, he was sending her stuff, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of sort of um, Freudian paternal sort of issues yeah. going on yeah. there, yeah, aside so... from the fact that she had this struggle. With... Yeah, it was interesting. They had lovely moments of when he was like mentoring her and you could see them as positives to begin with, that he was so encouraging of her and all her things. But then other points, it was totally overbearing the mm. amount of encouragement he gave her and he could be really cold. And I, yeah, so I thought it was really like there was a lot of dynamics to all of the characters and I thought the uh, child cast, so her and her two younger brothers, the youngest Alison and the two boys, the ones we had were incredible. I'm yeah. sure they all are. I thought they were brilliant. And no, that I thought sort they were absolutely brilliant. Jackson 5 parody number they did was yeah. so good. And the audience went wild the yeah. night we were there, like absolutely wild for it. That was amazing. It was so much fun. She was just great, that little girl. And her number she did in the um, in the diner where she sees the... Um, as Alison refers to an old school butch, yeah. and just suddenly like identifies and sees a woman in her own sort of skin, comfortable, something that she recognises. I thought that was really beautiful. It and was I so she did genuine. It so well. I think Fun Home is the best thing I've seen in 2018. There were moments in it I was in hysterics, like the big funeral song, like when she sees that butch woman, little like things like so genuine that she obviously really had those feelings. But also I cried in it. I found it so moving at the end and just her going through all these memories and I just I just thought it was one of the best things I've ever seen and Jenna Russell was amazing wasn't she so good didn't you think yeah I didn't get enough of her though I felt that she didn't she didn't have enough well it's not her story no, I mean I would I love to see her as a central character but even playing the non-central character she made it her own oh that's what and she does it's Jenna Russell at best. her best I want to go and see it again honestly I would see it again fantastic. I think it will transfer I think the reviews have been so incredible and I think I could see it in the West End and the inheritance has just transferred the jungle also from the Young Vic. I could see this one going into the West End as well. 
So I'm definitely Oscar, go again. If people want to go, which they should, how should they get tickets? Are there still some available? What's the deal? There are still, last I looked, there's still quite a lot available for the end of the run. So throughout August. I don't know now the reviews are out. Once, like, there's, you know, a handful of five star reviews, I feel like it'll book up quicker. But you can book towards the end for 30 or 40 pounds. Okay. Definitely worth 40 quid if, you know, you were sort of humming and ahhing. There's also a, on today's ticks, they are doing a lottery, £20 lottery every day. Oh, brilliant. Um, and then also the Young Vic always do their returns queue, which is mammoth, but I've never tried it. What's a lucky dip? The lucky dip tickets are only available on certain, you can look through for those, but they sell out sometimes. Oh, okay. But if you find them, they're £10 and they, you basically, the ushers hold you at the door and as soon as everyone's seated, like a minute before the show goes up, they'll fill in all the empty seats with the lucky dip people. So for £10, so our mum's got um, Lucky Dip for Wednesday. We loved it. That We literally booked mum tickets. We were like, you've got to go see this. Yeah, I'm basically anyone I know. I'm I'm, push, I'm a pusher. I'm a fun yeah. home pusher. Oh, I've messaged so many people saying so you've got to go yeah. and see I thought it. it. I mean, Sheila, who came with me, absolutely loved it, I yeah. should say. It's um, up there with Hamilton for me. It's one of the most interesting things I've seen this year. Like, almost neck and neck. Absolutely. I, really, I found it so really moving. It. And just interesting, I kind of oh, want people Hamilton to wins see it. hands down for me. Mm, no, it's, it's on close, with me. yeah. I kind of want people to see it because I don't think it's something people have seen before in terms of it's got the songs from a classical kind of musical style, but it also has more, a bit more similar to Caroline or Change, that kind of talking that goes into singing, but not in a way that I hate, in a way that I really, that's done really well. Like in Hamilton. Like in Hamilton, that seamless kind of transition between the two. Um, and I just thought the story was great. I thought... That whole song where she has her first sort of lesbian experience at college was incredible and really perfectly captured. It just seems so honest. Yes. You can, it's just, and really... I feel like I was, was reading a sort of diary, but like a sort of Angus Thong's full frontal snogging, Adrian Mole. You know, it's sort of written in a really like, in, Fun, the, in, yeah. the, in the head of somebody of that age. Yeah. It was just perfect. Fun home is a fun time. Go see it now. <laughs> yeah, abs- I mean, absolutely. I think if you're going to go see anything at the moment, that's my oh. absolute number one recommendation. Go see Fun Home. Because I lived it. <laughs> um, and I liked it. I want to sleep with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ruby, you went to see something without any of us. You, I did. You went to see... I went to see... As You Like It, uh, by a, a company called Shakespeare in the Squares. Um, and basically what they do, I think they've done it for a few years running now, um, they take a Shakespeare play and they make a production of it and then they move it around different sort of public squares or like gardens actually and kind of parks in London. So the night that I went, it was um, in Notting Hill off... Kensington Park Road or Kensington Park Gardens I can't remember very fancy and it was absolutely it was such a beautiful setting I'm a big fan of outdoor Shakespeare anyway I think it's a really I think it's something like I used to do it when I was at school and then like when I was at university like people used to do Shakespeare like in the colleges and I don't know it's got a real kind of romance to me obviously we're in the middle of a heat wave as well so you know it turned up it was absolutely beautiful evening it looked gorgeous. There's um, a picture was, of it on our Instagram if anyone wants to see. There is. So gorgeous setting um, and they had it really well set up, you know, with a little bar and then all the seating and they had portaloos outside. So, you know, you're all catered for. And you could take picnics. They so basically, like this one was in, it's actually a sort of semi-private park. So in that area of 
Notting Hill, they all have these sort of gardens which are shared between the houses. Oh, but those they big don't posh have, squares, basically. Yeah, yeah. They don't have public access. So they, But for this, they'd opened it from 5.30, so you could go along with your picnic and sit down and eat before the before the show. Um, so, yeah, it was a real treat in that way. And As You Like It is a sort of... Can you remind me which one As You Like It is? Because when it comes to the lighter, much ado about As yeah. You Like It, I can't remember they which is which. They all get kind of confusing. So What's this is story? like, so Orlando is the hero and Rosalind is the heroine and they're the ones who kind of fall in love. As in most Shakespeare comedies, you know, there's lots of cross-dressing, you know, the, the women all dress up as men and then... Basically, she's... They're in the woods or something? Yeah, yes. they're in the woods. We so saw a production they're... of this in Brighton. That's the one we saw. With Jacqueline? Yeah, that Still was as you like it. That. Yeah. That's gone out of the brain cupboard too. Well, it's kind of... It's a sort of interesting... It's not a particular... It's not one of the most popular Shakespeare plays, actually, because it is partly... It's like a series of vignettes, in a way. So there are lots of characters that sort of come in and out and they've got really good lines. Like, all the world's a stage comes from... That line comes from As You Like It. And there are lots of little moments in the speech that you're like, oh, this is really famous. But the whole thing doesn't sort of quite link together into a big story Mm. in a way. It's like all these... Yeah, all these different kind of... Uh, stories running concurrently um and if you were like studying it at school would you say go and see this production like was it an easy to follow production kind of yeah I mean I think so one of the things that made it you know slightly confusing at points was that they didn't have a massive cast and there were a lot of characters they did have people swapping in and out of different roles which sometimes can be a bit confusing. Mm-hmm. And obviously when you add on top of that, the kind of Shakespearean language, and if you kind of drop out for it for a bit and you look up, you know, and you're like, oh, like I, you know. Yeah, you saw I've one forgotten. song do a big Bre- Brechtian gesture of putting on like a huge hat yeah. to be like, I'm this character. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that falls by the wayside and they just expect you to keep up. And I'm like, no, I want to be Yeah, so that was a little bit tricky at points. Um, and also the other thing that I think was slightly challenging for the company was the way that it was set up in this garden. It was quite wide with sort of three banks of seating and they were doing lots of things where some of the characters would be on stage and some of them were off stage. But obviously they're in a garden so they don't have wings yeah. or anywhere to kind of be. So they'd sometimes be standing in the aisles and there were some problems with sight lines and things like mm. that. Um, so, but overall I think there were there were, there were some really... There were some really, really good performances in it. Um, uh, and then there were some bits that, you know, maybe were a little bit more amdram. But it was it was just such a lovely evening. Like, I would totally, you know, the weather is set to be amazing for the next two weeks. And it's on for the next two weeks. And I would look it up. And if there's one coming near you or you can get a ticket, it's just such a lovely thing to do. That sounds really cool. Um, well, I'm not going to go because I won't be able to follow it. I just won't, Al. We've seen As You Like It before. It's not that difficult. It's not hard to follow because it's not it's not sort of dark and complicated particularly. And the main story is this love story between Orlando and Rosalind. And Rosalind's gone into the woods and she's dressed up as a man. And then she bumps into Orlando and then she basically persuades him into pretending to court Rosalind through herself when she's dressed up as a boy so there's this all these scenes where yeah, basically I'm, I'm like he's sort of I just for now. me Shakespeare I only really like to see it when it's been really done in a really like different way like you know when we went to the Almeida and we saw 
the one that's set in Vegas and they've done it all like oh, showgirls. Yeah, um, that was Merchant of Venice. That was so That cool. was amazing. Or even like the recent one that they did, which was... It's all Richard III, wasn't it? No. no. With... Julius Caesar? No. Yeah, no. Or Hamlet when they'd done it with um, uh, Andrew Scott and it was kind of like... Hamlet with Andrew Scott was fantastic. Sort of Scandinavian, like a modern day royal family. So they're being watched by social media and reality TV. And I'm like, oh, I get this. I get it. Yeah. I find it really relatable and I'm kind of interested in it. I don't want to see something too traditional. No. But then I guess if you are going to see something a bit like Harch and traditional, maybe this is probably the best way to do it. Yeah. Sat in a lovely park with picnic and. I think for sort of outdoor theatre. You know, they just are doing a traditional thing and they're just creating, you know, a really, a really lovely, you know, experience and evening out to see, to see a Shakespeare play and to see actually probably in some ways a lot of how it might have been performed, you know, back in the day with lots of, you know, travelling theatre troops, you know, all swapping in and out of roles. They all cross-dressed then anyway because women weren't allowed to be actors, you know, and Mm so it's quite fun. Yeah, it does sound, it sounds very fun. Um, so that's it for this episode, and we will be back with our review of Me and My Girl at the Chichester Festival Theatre that Alice and I are going to see with a very special guest. Um, I'm so, so excited! You've got that to look forward to. Um, until next time, see you later. Bye! Bye-bye!